And then he said, don't wish it was easier, wish you were better. Don't wish for less problems, wish for more skills. I can't catch a break, guys? Yeah. Get them the fuck away from me. I can't, I can't be around those guys. People think, oh well, cleaning your room, that's just a cliche. It's like, yeah, really, eh? Just go ahead and try it. If people had any idea how powerful sleep is for healing from anything, and the fact that it's free. My mind is absolutely bulletproof, solid as a rock. Podcast. So, Brandon, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm just great. Welcome back to another episode of the Fighting Fit show, the Fighting Fit podcast. It's been several months since our last episode, um, but we promise this year is the year we're going to do it a lot more consistently. Um, before we get into the meat and bones of it, uh, just a quick message from our sponsors, which is ourselves. So if you're interested in working on Fighting Fit, go to fightingfitnation.com, book a call myself to find out more about our fantastic online programs, as well as being able to download some freebies. We've got a free fitness mindset mastery ebook. It's going to give you everything you need to know about um, motivation, habits, goal setting, uh, setting up good routines, time management, all that good stuff. you got free, um, free nutrition guides, and you also got free vegan recipe books on there as well, all for free, fightingfitnation.com. All right, guys. So today's episode, so a lot has obviously happened since we last kind of done a podcast um loads and loads happen really um myself and brandon are both members of that club so we had a little baby was born last week we got a new facility on the cards a new kickstarter program just launched um another one of the endless lockdowns has occurred um so yes that's kind of going to be the topic of today we're just going to really be having a chat about maybe everything that's been going on over the last couple of months and kind of keep everybody updated with our plans then maybe for the future brandon what do you think yeah sounds good to me man sounds good to me so I think a good place to start is maybe with the new facility. Always starting on a positive note. Um, exciting things are uh, in store for our fine fit members. We are finally getting to open our new, uh, I would go as far as saying our dream facility. It's going to have all the room we need for activities. It's going to be able to finally do run the program exactly where we wanted. We were always limited for space. Obviously, when you kind of start out as an entrepreneur, kind of was scary enough. Um, even just getting that uh, getting that small facility. Um so to have a, have a facility like this is 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 going to be amazing. It's a credit to to our team, to yourself, Brandon, to Chris, to to, to Jenny, to Sam, to myself. If I give myself a bit of a pat on the back, yeah, but it's also a massive part of it goes it is down to the clients. You know, um, it has been an incredible year uh, in 2020, and um, we're all delighted to see the back of it. But from from my perspective, um, you know, the loyalty, the commitment, um, you know, that our our, our members and our and our team have shown is really what gave us the confidence to make the big commitment and to kind of, you know, at a time when everyone else is zigging and we're zagging, we're kind of jumping and making that bigger commitment because I just feel like it's time now to give the members and our staff and our coaches, you know, the facility we all deserve. Give, give ourselves that canvas to truly paint our masterpiece, if that makes sense. Um, so are you excited about the new facility, Brandon? Yeah, honestly, I'm so excited. Like just, just the space alone, uh, the fact that, you know, we kind of updated here, you know, must be must be nearly two years, yeah. Since the reform in the in the, in the current spot, but it's just yes, yeah, just over two years, I think. Yeah, I can believe that because it always just feels like it happened last year. But I said that all last year, so it must be two years now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and we carried over the theme of that a uh, and that OCB board. That was called. Uh, OSB board, yeah. It's, OSB, just, it's gonna be the same. Yeah. So people kind of ask, yeah. like, what's the like, what is the plan, like, um. With we're like because oh, obviously not everyone knows that we're keeping the we're keeping the old studio as well. Um, so ba and basically the plan for that is like what I really want to do with that is something that myself uh, and Chris and even yourself as well are kind of quite passionate about is is yoga. You kind of got more into the Pilates end of things. They do have a lot of crossover. I do like the I do I like the hippie, the hippiness of yoga. Um, I think that's something that people need a little bit of meditation, the shavasana, this kind of stuff at the end. I think is very very powerful for people. Um, a lot of people don't like it. It makes them feel uncomfortable. But I find that we got to lean into these things that make us uncomfortable. And um, we got to sit, sit and sit and sit and quiet with yourself. I think is, is a very powerful tool. Um, but what I really want to do with the with, with the with the the personal training studio, so we got two. So we're going to call the new one's going to be the high performance unit, and that's where all the group training is going to take place. And then the the personal training studio, that's where kind of all the one on ones and the speciality programs, like maybe we're running the odd boxing course, or maybe we're running a small group boxing course, or maybe a, a yoga class and that kind of stuff. That's kind of where all that's going to going to take place. Um, but, to, but especially the yoga, obviously one-on-one, -on -one, we've always had a, had a high demand for one-on-one -on -one that we've never really been able to fulfill um, just because we were so busy with classes. We, you know, got 10, 12 sessions on a day, starting from half five in the morning until seven o'clock in the evening. Um, nice. So we just, so all the peak times are basically just filled up with the group stuff. Um, so we're kind of constantly turning people away for, for that. So now it means we'll be able to give people that 
um, the higher level of service, that one-on-one. You know, one-on-one is, is fantastic. I, I prefer groups, especially just more so because where, where we're at with our journey, you know, we're, we're, we're relatively experienced with exercise, I like to think. Um, you know, so the group atmosphere, the energy, the crack, that's kind of what I like about my fitness element. And then the beautiful part about the Fine Fit program is then that obviously you get the one-on-one support with nutrition, the accountability and all that kind of back-end stuff, the, the, the online community. Um, but then obviously the yoga now, this is something I really want to lean into. I feel like it's going to be so, so powerful. And, um, you know, especially Chris and Ashton have been doing a fantastic job running, running kind of our, our, our yoga classes say, over the last kind of couple of months. A lot of the, 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 the online ones, especially people, especially with the lockdown, especially with the increase in stress levels, the increase in anxiety, not knowing what's around the corner, when, when's it going to end, the uncertainty of it all. Um, you know, tapping into that yoga is, is going to be fantastic. It's also great for athletes and, you know, a little bit of guy teams and soccer teams. So I really feel like there is, 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 a, is a big market for it. There's going to be hopefully a huge demand. I feel like, you know, Chris especially, I think is, is, is a fantastic ambassador for yoga. Um, he, 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 he does incredible work. He's been practicing really hard. He's, you know, he's been putting in the time. I think he could be the person to bring yoga to the men of the dock. And that's kind of my hope for it as well as Ashen obviously being, um, just literally probably as, as you've seen, like probably one of the best yogis in terms of being able to, in terms of having mastership of the asana anyway. Um, you know, it's absolutely incredible. Um, so, you know, she'd be fantastic. Cause I do find like not being sex trained, but like, you know, women like to learn from women, men maybe like to learn from men, but obviously a little bit of crossover to a lot of people doesn't really make a difference, but it is always nice um, to, to kind of, cause you can relate, obviously just can relate a little bit better. Um, so any, any, any thoughts then on the, on the, the, the facility? I know you could, you've kind of been building up your, your one-on-one personal training clientele there before the, before the lockdown has, has occurred again. Um, what's your thoughts? Well, for most of my career, I've pretty much done groups. So. I'm trying to, sorry, Brian, just trying to get closer to the mic just cause that's the, the audio on my end. Right. Is that any better? Yeah, much better. Cool. Um, yeah, for most of my career, I've pretty much done one-on-ones or not one-on-ones um, groups. And like, as you said, we have done uh, one-on-ones and I love one-on-ones because it's just, it's so personal. You know what I mean? It really is personal training. You know, it's not like, like small group personal training is small groups and, you know, there's definitely benefits to small groups, you know, that whole energy, like the energy really is, you know, what, what it's all about. As well as that, you know, most people in terms of a group setting, it's like, we're all running off the same hymn sheet um, you know, we're all working off our own individual intensity and, you know, you need correct, but you know, you don't need your form corrected every five seconds, like unless you're doing a class at me and then that's probably what I'll do. Mm-hmm. But, but one-on-one personal training, it's like, you know, it, you can really get into that, that, like that, that spot where you can just see them starting to struggle and you can really coach them through that. And that's like, you know, that's really so, something special and as well as that. Then obviously you can personalize the program, crazy and go really down the route of, um, very specific goals and um, generally you can lift heavier weights maybe not with the new studio now you know that's going to be we're going to have a scaling uh, method for that but you know i'm so excited I'm, I'm so excited to have the split and have the diversity of the training because obviously you know the more options you have the better yeah 100 because I know, I know so many people that have wanted to kind of work with us before in the past but haven't been able to because you know and what's kind of stopping holding them back is maybe that little bit of anxiety about going and initially maybe training in that group and then even like if you look locally you know there's not many places maybe is maybe one or two places i don't even think well, most places you want to go you get personal training you know you, yeah you got a one-on-one personal trainer but you're doing it in a room full of or in a gym or in an open gym floor in front of everybody else like we will have one only only place that has like actually has a private studio um you know which is good which is going to be fantastic so between that and the yoga and then be able to do the other boxing class and stuff like that there as well you know it's going to be it's going to be fantastic um and then moving into Yoga is not for everybody. Plat is not for everybody. One-on-one PT is not for everybody. Group training is not for everybody. So now we have that, you know, that diversity. It's like, as well as, you know, having all these options available to everybody, you know, for people that only have, you know, very uh, particular tastes, it's like we can cater to them as well. And again, the more people you can serve, the more people you can help, the more lives you can change. Yeah, 100%. And that's kind of what it's all about. And that's kind of now the new studio uh, or the new, the high performance unit, as we're going to, as we're going to call it. Uh, it's, it's still up for debate. That's kind of my favorite so far, but we'll see. I like that. Yeah. Um, that's kind of where all the group, all the group training is going to take place. And again, the beautiful, beautiful thing about it is, is this one of the main, main things about it is all the new toys, the new space. One of the reasons we made, we made the jump, made the investment was kind of obviously just with the, with the smaller studio. You know, I feel like obviously in 2021, there's going to be a, a higher demand really for, for more space. You know what I mean? So we really give people as much space as they want to be much better, better ventilated, you know, kind of 
as, as I feel like people's needs are changing due to what needs and wants are changing due to COVID. But it also means then, you know, we're actually going to finally be able, we'll have the space for, for barbells, we'll have the space for skipping, we'll have the space for these kind of complex movements, um, which is going to be fantastic, which really means we can really open up the programming as uh, as much as you want. Like literally, like, you know, the the the, um, the sky's the limit now. Um, we have got loads of cool new barbells coming. We've got a big uh, 10-day rig coming, loads and loads of new gear. Um, you know, it's going to be fantastic. I even got the basketball hoop up there the other day. I was throwing a few hoops there today. So there's definitely loads and loads of room for activities. And the beautiful thing about it now is when it comes to functional fitness, I really feel like we generally are going to be miles ahead of, 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 of anyone I know of anyway. Um, because especially because of our new our new level method or our new um, grading system or color coded system. So basically what we're, what we're doing now is we're basically going to be applying um, the same grading system you'd use in martial arts to fitness so it's like can you become a black belt of fitness the answer now is yes you can this is going to allow us to individualize the workouts even more to people based on their level so every single workout you know there's essentially going to be four or five workouts running simultaneously and depending on your level say you're a white belt blue belt black belt whatever as you're moving through the grades you will have the regressions progressions already sitting there for you so if the workouts will be even more customized to the individual there'll be even more toys more opportunities to grow um but at the same time it gives you a clear and direct path from where am i today to where I want to be and there's a nice simple step and, and the beautiful thing about it is it's you need to be well-rounded you know you got we got a lot of people like a lot of us naturally like say like you know if I might be naturally strong but my cardio shit or my flexibility shit you know what I mean I might be you know I might be uh, I say a brown or black belt when it comes to strength but then my cardio my flexibility might be might be uh, a white belt so like it's really going to encourage us to to produce well-rounded athletes which is going to be fantastic you know and it's going to give them a clear path from where you are today to where you want to be you got things like you know you got um you know uh, front squats um you got things like deadlifts you got um you know complex movements you got things like um neurological and core which is like you know being able to do a double under that's like that's not necessarily it's, it's a hard cardio movement but it's also hard because there's a lot going on you know you really have to have 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 um key what it was kinesthetic awareness you get what i'm saying being able to move your body you get your getting your brain and your, and your muscles to work together um you know flexibility mobility is a part of it the cardio is a part of it running is a part of it um there's rings is, is going to be a part of it as well so a little bit of gymnastics and stuff in there as well so it really is going to be so so fun and i hope to god we get to open it soon like it's gonna it's gonna be ready by the end of the month it's gonna be ready hopefully by the end of the next week at least be functional by the end of the next week anyway obviously things have slowed down a lot um with the whole covid situation but then I'm hoping to God, mid-February, they're going to let us open back up. I really, I mean, we can maybe talk about this later, but I honestly really feel like we need an absolutely massive wellness campaign. I think it's, if you did a cost-benefit analysis, you know, closing down the gyms, people need, people know more than ever need things like meditation, yoga, exercise, nutrition coaching. People need these things more than ever. If we really are serious about health and we're serious about creating a, a population that is fortified against COVID, it's like, listen, there's one, there's one thing stopping the spread. It's like a, from what I from what I've known, I've done 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 a decent bit of research into it. Like you know, it's very difficult to stop the spread of viruses. But what we can do is make sure that if any if any of us as individuals get catch the virus, that our our health markers are up here. You know, there seems to be a massive deterioration of what 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 does it mean to be healthy in this country? It seems to mean be under sixty and don't have any diagnosed health issues. And for me, that is such a low standard. You know, and you, and as Tony Robbins says, you know, you, you'll never you'll never exceed beyond the standards you set for yourself. You know, I just think it's such a low standard. I'm more interested in like, oh, was was the person healthy? What's the body fat percentage? What's their cardiovascular health? Like, you know, can they run a 5K or not? You know what I mean? What's the mobility like? What's their what's their stress management like? What's their diet been like? You know, these are all important things. Whereas like being under 60 and not having any diagnosed health conditions, because again, just because they're not diagnosed doesn't mean they're not there under the hood as well. Um, you know, um. But again, that's a, that's a separate story. And again, it's just because us, because this is what we do for a living. Like, you know, we've been tracking the data. We want to know, you know, what you're, what you're you know, doing, doing fitness tests, doing things like, you know, body fat metrics, hip and waist, uh, hip to waist ratio, you know, blood pressure, all this stuff. This is all, these are all important things that we're interested in because they're, you know, it's, it's, there's enough data there to suggest that, you know, these things are very, 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 very important when it comes to assessing if a person is overall healthy and not only just healthy, but resilient. There's, there's a difference between not dying and thriving. And I feel like we need to be pushing the nation towards thriving. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, they're, they're, it's, it's so clear that if you, if you are fit and healthy and strong, you know, and you've had, lived, had a good diet, it's like, you know, COVID is really should not be that big of a concern for you. It's like, you know, it's, it's, it, it, it can maybe be hell of a hell of a journey. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm not going to, you know, minimize it by saying it's, it's, it's ending like the flu, you know, but it's, I'm sure it's much more intense than that for a lot of people. But it's like, if you're healthy and your body is resilient, that should be the goal. Resiliency should be the goal. You know what I mean? Not just, just bare bones health, whatever, whatever people, people uh, decide to call that, you know? 
Yeah, I suppose I think I think the the argument to that, and not a very good argument. In like, well, obviously there's a couple of arguments. One one which is the argument that the government is making, but then two is a personal argument that I've heard people make. And a general attitude is like such a such an annoying thing to hear as a PT is like, you know, I'm overweight. You know, I'm gonna okay. Should I lose the four extra stone that I have hanging around? But you know, I knew a uh, 35 year old there, young, fit, healthy, died of a heart attack. And then they use that as they get out of the jail free card. It's kind of like, sure, it could happen or it could not happen. It's like, look, that's 100%. But at the same time, you know, you're not giving yourself a fucking chance. And I think, you know, you deserve, you deserve a chance. And as you said, it's like, that's a pretty low standard itself to set for yourself. You know, you, you know, someone fit and healthy who died. Realistically, you know, luck for obese people over 60, there's not many. Yeah. You know, they're dead. That's, I don't know. It's, like, it's literally like, they're like, most people are overweight or obese. Like, like over, like, I think of like last time I checked the statistics, it was around 65%, 63%, 64%, maybe. Haven't checked in a while, to be fair. Um, but like, it, this is massive. Like, and most people don't realize how lean you need to be to be healthy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're, if you've got, if you can say, if you've got, if you can pinch an inch, you're probably overweight. And if you can grab a handful, you're probably obese. Like, you don't have to look that fat to actually be classified as obese and then obviously there's levels to obesity you're going to move towards more obesity like you know what i mean and then at um, the same time you know there is body types and all that kind of stuff like for talk's sake like if you're if you're a woman and you carry all your fat around your lower belly and your thighs you know there's a, there's a chance that you might have as much body fat as a woman who you know disperses it all evenly across her body but actually has a thinner frame and looks thinner than you but to even the same with the body fat that's not the conversation we're having you know we're literally saying gram for gram how much body fat do you have you know, and is it to the point where it's filling up your fat cells, it's starting to appear and chances are it's going to start seeping into your arteries and all your, your blood vessels and all that kind of stuff. And that's, it's, it's just not good. It puts strain on your body, it puts strain on the entire system. And, you know, as I said, it's like with that strain, you, you uh, inject something like, you know, a, a virus in there. It's like you're just, you know, you're, you're tipping, tipping the bin over. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like... Because you see people all the time doing things like, you know, wear your mask, social distance, wash your hands. And it's like, yeah, that's great. Do that. But also be fit, be healthy, be strong, eat well. You know, these are the things that are going to make make even more of a difference. Because like, you know, it's like the virus is only like destroying the health system when, you know, vulnerable people get it. And like a lot of people are in the vulnerable category due to their own lifestyle choices. You know what I'm saying? It's like that. And that's for me, is just the elephant in the room. It's like most people are in the vulnerable category because of their lifestyle choices. If we had have had a slightly different approach, if we had have kept the, kept the wellness industry open, if we had a kind of had a, had a genuine push, not leave Radcar giving this silly spiel in the, in the park. I'm saying actually put your money where your mouth is, subsidize the gym industry, let them open um, at reduced capacity, set us, set the standard very high so that, you know, they have to have exceptional hygiene. They have to have, you know, uh, booking systems and COVID tracing in place and, you know, and all these things. And then and let's see what we can do with that. You know, yogis, nutrition coaches, mindset, mindfulness, all this stuff. And we like really, 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 you know, put our money where our mouth was and actually have a genuine push to get people healthy. Like, you know, we've seen like six months, we've seen people lose a hundred pounds in six months, you know what I mean? Or 50 pounds. You know, like we've seen, I must have, must have at least a hundred clients past or present who've lost 50 pounds or more in six months. That is genuinely life-changing. And, and, and I said, like, there's always going to be the elephant, or not the elephant, like the, 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 the what's it called? The, um, exception. the exception to the rule you know what I mean or the the, the that one person in a hundred it's like that's fine but it's like play the numbers game you want to be in the 99% don't be worried about the 1% it's like you can drastically increase drastically increase your um your 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 health your health markers and metrics and like the data is clear it's like you know if you are genuinely young fit and healthy it's like you know you will not be be adding to and already stressed out healthcare system. It's like, we all need to take, again, individual responsibility. We seem to be moving towards- That's a great point. That's a great point. I, I really like that point. Is literally, it's like, you have to take care of yourself to take care of others. That's great. Yeah. But anyway, again, we could we could we could rant about kind of COVID and stuff like that all day, um, which is fine. Again, I hope again our members are people who are putting their money where their mouth is. They're, they're they're investing and coaching. They're keeping up the training. They're not, you know, I mean, they're not um, using using the lockdowns as an excuse to you know to, to let it all go. We're adapting and we're overcoming. That's been our philosophy for the since the whole thing started. You know, and we have done a fantastic job. Um, it has been very very difficult. It's kind of you know trying to catch water in your hands. Like you know, you're, we're working harder and harder and harder. And you know, it's it's just hard to keep you know to to, to hold on to any of it. Like you know, you're working twice as hard for. For, for 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 half the half the benefit you know what i mean it's a it's definitely been a tough year and you know i've never been more um more stressed or anxious when it when it comes to when it comes to say a year or a period of my life 
Yeah. Um, you know, if I had this kind of level, this level of effort any other year would have would have would have resulted in in in, in huge yeah. progress and huge gains. Yeah. But you know, it's just, mean, just, just, just doing it now to keep the lights on. It's just so random. It's such a random thing to happen. Like literally, like in your lifetime, never would you have guessed that everything yeah. was going to be doubled. Everything. Yeah. All yeah. right, like 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 for talk's sake, I remember talking to one of the clients here. Uh, you know, a hairdresser. Oh, you'll always be in business. You know, people always need the haircut. Oh, yeah, absolutely nuts. Yeah. Absolutely nuts. And, 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 and take 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 a hairdresser for example. There, like, then this is what what frustrates me as well. It's like like a scientific approach would would dictate that. Right, it's like we understand how the virus. Uh, we understand how the virus transmits. So it transmits through droplets. Droplets from an infected person have to literally get into an orifice, eyes, nose, mouth, ears of an uninfected person. That's how the transmission occurs. Maybe so. It's maybe somebody touches touches it on a table or whatever, and it touches eyes. But it's like we can create the conditions where, again, if we set very high standards, where somebody could go in and get their hair cut and be completely completely safe. Hazmat suits. This, like, that's what I'd be doing. Like, you know, you see all these people, like grandparents not getting well, to see I, children I, I, and everything like that. I'm like, hardware, give them a hazmat suit and they'll be I fully protected. Wear, I literally know people that are uh, stayed in their business where they would wear a fucking hazmat suit to cut someone's hair because it, it's literally that life or death. 100%. And that's what I'm saying. And then when you, look, when, you, when you look at that, it's like, well, then why wouldn't you let them? Why wouldn't you let them do that if they're willing to, to, to meet these high standards? Even for us, it's like, you know, like we can guarantee now, even in the new facility, you know, I can give you four meters apart. Like, and it's you know, it's way more well ventilated. The equipment will be clean before and after. We have a booking system, a contact tracing system. It's like we could you know work on on, on restricted numbers. Blah, blah blah. It's like, but you're still not allowed. And that's kind of what the frustrating thing is. Like, there's the only option so many businesses have is death. And we are blessed because you know maybe because because we're quite tech savvy. Uh, we understand the online business. We've been kind of dabbling in, in online coaching now for 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 many years. Like, I got I got certified. I got done the first ever online coaching certification back. I think it was what 2017, 2018. You know, so I've, I've we've been kind of this has been a part of our business, a much smaller part of our business obviously than it is now. Um, you know, but we've been dabbling in that. I just feel so bad when i give out like i'm not giving out i'm not necessarily always giving out for myself i'm giving out from from a place of empathy for the people who don't have the skills knowledge tools to move online they wouldn't have an idea how to set up a click and collect system they've no idea how to how to pivot their business online and they're literally just left to die and that is just the greatest tragedy of them all because like you know people all talk about economics and like the one is if like you know jeff bezos real model it's like that's not economics 99 of businesses are small businesses they're family owned you know family operated business like these small things mom and pop stores like that's what that's what the economy is the economy is not jeff bezos you know what i mean but again but these, oh, these these guys are getting richer and richer it's like the the, the, the the gap is getting wider and wider between it's like too soon you'll be like there'll be no middle class left it'll be like you'll be rich you'll be poor and that'll be the end of it like there's no there'll, there'll be no in between yeah no it's, it's absolutely it's absolute madness it is crazy it's such a sad and strange time that people are so left without their routines and they're literally you know people don't do well without routine i find like most of the biggest common complaints that i've had is monday through friday this is you know pre-covid monday through friday people are doing well because that is basically like 70 or 80 percent of the week so they've got no choice but to set up routines you know they've got because if you fuck up 70 or 80 percent of your life if, if 70 or 80 percent of your life is not at least somewhat on the rails you know you're you're heading heading down a very slippery slope very quick and this is why you know people can allow for a 20 percent lax on the weekend and that's what they do you know so they, they slide on the weekend they don't set up the rules or the the restrictions they let it all go and you know whatever if that's what you want to do that's fine but you know you see people then when they're trying to hit their goals that's the part they struggle with it's the bit that they didn't set up the routine with you know they oh well i'm good monday through friday but then and then you just hear some waffle at her mouth and it's kind of like because they haven't really you know communicated it or organized it in their own head for themselves yet because i don't think that for most people they don't actually know what it is in fact of you know a schedule a cue a routine and a war and dopamine hits all throughout the day in like a so like a multi-layered level that generally takes some time and organization to sort out and that's basically what everybody's doing whether you know it or not covid left everybody without any kind of routine and these people were just literally left high and dry in terms of and again not financially like emotionally socially um they don't know what to do you know and this is like depression's at an all-time high you know um people are generally struggling the conversation i'm having with people is you know that for a long time initially anyway they were sliding back and you know 90 percent of people i talk to are either my family or my clients and the people that i have some form of influence into and 
you know, they're not struggling that bad because, you know, we know what to do. We've set up a plan. We know the crack. But anybody who I have absolutely no influence to or just doesn't give a shit about what I say in general, you know, some are doing well. Obviously, they've got their own initiative. But the people who need it, you know, they're sliding. And it's so sad to see because, you know, they were literally clutched on to whatever routine they had, you know, you know, just from my scope, you know, they're, they're overweight, but not gaining weight, you know, they were, you know, somewhat social, had some hobbies, but no real passion. And, you know, that's kind of how they were getting by. And that's something I just feel like people are really lacking. They're lacking that routine and lacking that, that way. Like, because again, some people just have interests and they're just, they're hanging on by their interests. But they, people like you, you know, who actually have a passion, you know, it's like that would like, you know, a passion will get you up out of bed in the morning if it's fucking, rain and fire outside you know what i mean but people who don't have that passion they just have an interest in like they just have an interest in something you know they can get very very defeated and very disheartened with the littlest of shakes and you know this was a hell of a shake so out of the blue that nobody could even predict it and it's you know, you've seen an awful lot of turtles upside down you know flopping their little legs around and it's very sad because you know they're struggling like if you leave a turtle on its back long enough you die yeah yeah. And, and and that's something that I even like to touch on because even even for myself, they're just kind of reference me as kind of being someone, you know, who kind of has you know a bit of a bit of get up and go and a bit of passion for life and this kind of stuff. But what I've really done, like I really just really want to emphasize the people, like right, can I? Can I, 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 I hate to want to feel like I'm coming across from from a place of kind of preaching, like everything I do. And the reason I built the program the way it was, is because. I know how, how useless I am when left my own devices. Like I like I, I am useless left my own devices. Therefore, what I do is I, I set up systems that create leverage and they force me to follow through. They force me to be the best version of myself. You know what I mean? I know for a fact, like, you know, I have to, I to take fighting fit, for example, the reason I'm so passionate about business is because I know I have to make about 150 grand a year before I even make a penny. You get what I'm saying? So I'm like, right, I got to get up. I got to get, we got to get to work here. Like, you know what I mean? I don't, I, like, I, 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 I made a commitment. I'll never know. I'll never miss a paycheck. You get what I'm saying? Everyone's going to get paid on time every fucking week. And no, we'll, we'll never miss one. You get what I'm saying? We've got, we've made promises to clients and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? So just, I basically just have just created leverage. And that's what we encourage people to do with fitness. And, and, and the hardest part about it is like now, what, what kind of remote coaching, online coaching, online working, all this stuff, what it has done is it's given people a lot more freedom. But freedom is really, freedom is a double-edged sword. You get what I'm saying? Freedom is a double-edged sword. It's dangerous as well because too much freedom, again, is like that that YouTube workout is super, it's super easy to do, but it's also super easy not to do. You get what I'm saying? And that's what our system, there's a lot of accountability built into the system because, you know, we want people to book their session. We want them to, you know, make that micro commitment. I want to see your name on the list. I want you to, you know, have to plan and put it into your week because if I say I'll do, and I've done it, it's like, oh, I'll do that workout later, 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 later becomes tomorrow, but tomorrow becomes next week, next week becomes never. You know what I mean? And you've kind of fallen off the wagon. And it's the same with anything. Like what I just really would promise people to do is stop waiting for motivation, create leverage, get invested financially, emotionally, spiritually, get invested in your, in your, in your goals, tie other people into it. Like what I do is like, if I'm feeling passionate with some a strike will that strike will the, the emotion is strong because if you wait till tomorrow you're probably not going to feel as passionate about it so what i used to always do, even when i was trying to get the business started and you always you always hit these little walls along the way you know you've got all this paperwork done and blah 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 just all these little little mini mini walls you have to jump over what i used to always do was i'd always i'd make a phone call i'd leave a voicemail i'd send an email i'd do something that made made me have to go to the next step and that's what i've made a really good habit of doing i'll always i'll take some sort of action that will force me to the next step whereas it's easy to say oh, i'll do that tomorrow or like you know even like you know applying for a driver's license the pain oh you get the pictures and you go up and it's closed and oh sure do that and then sure it's three or four weeks before you even try again you get what i'm saying but just take some sort of small action that's going to pull you into the next step and that's why you know having a trainer having a coach you know and it's and trainers and coaches aren't just for people who are struggling like trainers and coaches are really as well for people who want to go to the next level like this our whole thing about fighting fit is like the path of self-actualization like we want to help people on this journey towards becoming the best version of yourself like how cool and how strong and how fit and how happy can brandon be that's what i am that's what that's what excites me and that's what, I, that's what like this whole business is about like the path of self-actualization like we are not a quantity over quality business we are a, we are a, a quality over quantity we would rather work with less clients and go deeper than to work with a thousand clients you know what i mean you see all these other gyms and that's the, that's their business model and that's fine um you know, but it's like, you only see like, you know, the 500 people sign up and many before and afters do you see? You get what I'm saying? Like that, that model just doesn't work for a lot of people. And there's 10% of, you know, you to, from the precision nutrition coaching, like, you know, there's, you've got the bakers, you've got the chefs, you know what I mean? Some people will just do it. There's 10% there. You can give them any sort of plan. They'll follow the plan to the letter. That 10, that 10% are the people who are successful at gyms. The other 90%, Need a little bit of coaching, need a little bit of help, need a little bit of guidance, need a little bit of a hug, they need a bit of a kick up the arse. They need, a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot. Of, this is it. And I know from experience that's what I'm like. I'm still the worst client in the gym. You get what I'm saying? You know, I need 
I need coach more than anybody else. And I have coaches and I've got business coaches and all these different kinds of coaches because I need that. I need these because I've got so much freedom as an entrepreneur, because I don't have a boss. I need to set up these systems and these structures and these walls that force me to do the things I know I want to be doing anyway, because when I don't do them, that's when I feel at my worst. When I don't feel like I'm making any progress. When I don't feel, feel like we're going nowhere. That's when I feel shit. That's why people might notice like if you've been in fine for a long time, every six months, there's some sort of major change because we're genuinely, we're genuinely interested in creating the best program we can possibly make. That is the goal. We want to have the best program, not interested in creating the cheapest program. I'm interested in creating the best program because you know, the cream all rise to the, to, the, to the top and that's, that's who we want to be. We want to be the best we can be. We want to have the best program with the best coaches and the best clients and the best facility. And just really, you know, go, just go that level deeper. Like, you know, we're not really interested. You know, we do a lot of one-on-one stuff, a lot of coaching calls and stuff. Like we're not interested in superficial. Like I want to get to deep. I want to have a deep conversation. And just not watch your why. Like, well, why do you actually want to do it? Oh yeah, no, I just want to lose weight and get, be a little bit fitter. Oh yeah, but why do you want to lose weight and be a little bit fitter? Oh, you know, yeah, just uh, would like to fit into that my, that old pair of jeans. Oh, why do you want to fit in that old pair of jeans? Well, I want to fit in that old pair of jeans because when I was when I was wearing them jeans, I think my partner found me more attractive, and our relationship was better. And when our relationship was better, there was less pressure on the kids and experts. Like you got to start delving a little bit deeper into these things, and that's kind of what that one-on-one relationship with a coach will do. Like, and our model is we make it more affordable because we take away the expense. With, from the fitness element by doing either online or in groups. And what we do instead is we give the one-on-one support with the nutrition and then with the accountability, the motivation, the mindset, that kind of stuff. Because most people, the fitness is, is great crack. It's much more flexible. It's much more affordable. You got work at office from half five in the morning till seven o'clock in the evening. And as I said, the energy is great. There's still a coach there to make sure you're doing correctly and safely. You're still in a structured workout program designed by our team. You get what I'm saying? Um, and that's fantastic. But it's like most people don't struggle with the fitness. Most people struggle with the nutrition and the accountability. And that's kind of what we try and try and over deliver. And that's why we really would love even for our clients to really, really lean into that and really utilize having a coach, having a qualified professional on call for the guts of, you know, 24 seven within reason, you know, we'll always go back to it in 24 hours. Like, you know, that's where the value is. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's something um, that I always kind of find, or not that I always kind of find, that the more that I, you know, deal with people, the more that I find that the, the average diet is fucking sad. It is sad. It is a sad old diet consisting of pizza and chicken nuggets and chips and curry sauce and cheese and bread. And that's pretty much it, to be honest. You know, it's like, it's like, it's such a shitty fucking diet that sold the people in normal. And I just think that, you know, this normal diet and this normal culture that people have, you know, it's like, you know, dare I say, you know, fitness woke culture, I think is, I can see it climbing. You know what I mean? It's like, they're like every, like as a, as a society and a culture, like we really are starting to, you know, peer into that next level. Cause you can see the, con- con- the conversation changing, like, you know, something, it's, it's almost going back to the, the old times. Maybe that's kind of how it works. But like, you know, calorie deficit is starting to come back as, you know, the be all or end all of, of weight loss. And it's such a nice time to, to come to because I, I like you see so much shit and it's not innovation. It's not, you know, science innovation. It's fucking, you know, it's, it's, it's snake oil. You know what I mean? It's it's like, booty and it's yeah. slim and, shakes. Uh, not even that, even intermittent fasting. You know, I know myself, like I was kind of caught up with the intermittent fasting thing for a while. Like, but not like not 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 that there's not benefits to it and not that it's not a fantastic way to lose weight and not that it doesn't work. But the fact that it was like there was this there was this air of mystery as to behind why it didn't why it worked and it was there why, magic. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like what is this? And it's like, oh, I know the secret that nobody else knows. And it's like realistically, it's like, no, it's like the reason I liked intermittent fasting when I first started was because I wasn't willing to give up shit food and I wasn't willing to give up massive portions so it's like that worked for me it was fantastic to eat like a like a big greedy bastard and still lose weight it was fantastic because there was a way to do it but at the end of the day it was a calorie deficit and it wasn't until I was because you can only fit in so many calories across because you're eating two meals a day instead of four meals a day you know, and, that's, and that's why it works. And it's important to people understand that's why it works. As well as yeah. that, then from a different perspective, there is some research to suggest that, you know, the kind of, there is kind of hormonal benefits and, um, you know, in terms of kind of lowering blood sugar and that kind of stuff. But it's not from, from, from a weight loss lens, it's different. It's yeah. that 80 20. You know, it's like 80% of the reason why it works is because of the calorie deficit. And the other 20% reason is because, you know, your body could be getting more efficient using fat. You know, maybe your metabolism isn't speeding up. You know, maybe you are fidget more maybe you are you know more alert more switched on and i'm not saying that any of that's not true it could certainly be 100 percent. but you know the 80 percent is because you're not shoving as much food down your gullet because like again your most valuable your most valuable asset for compounding anything is time you know what i mean it's like it's like okay you think you can't eat 4,000 calories a day you know what if i give you 13 hours to do it of course you could 
you know, yeah. of course, but you know, it just takes that that length of time to be able to do it and that consistency of you know racking up small to moderate numbers over time. And yeah, you'll 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 absolutely smash through it. And you know, that's that 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 was a big that was a big eye opener for me when I got to the stage where in one meal I was actually starting to gain weight. And you know, that's where an awful lot of people are. Like I literally got to the stage where I could eat three and a half thousand calories in a meal. No yeah. problem. Yeah. Like I was literally hungry afterwards. I was like, what? And then I ended up getting, you know, what I call plate dysmorphia where, you know, a normal plate of food didn't look like a normal plate of food again. Yeah. And um, but again, back to back to the point that I was trying to make about, you know, diet is just like something that I got very, very interested in because I was always such a picky eater growing up was this idea of, you know, expanding my palate, you know, starting to taste new foods because like I remember like putting food in my mouth and literally gagging. And I, I know that, you know, an awful lot of pe- people share the same experience. And I know you absolutely like slide and shout out at me and Chris growing up because you're one of these people who so just, I just, yeah. couldn't, just couldn't relate to it. Yeah. yeah. And for me, like generally, like I, like I, I like, it's not that I wanted to be the awkward fruit sitting at the end of the table, you know, everybody looking when you finish a broccoli, absolute child. Like it literally tasted like shit. Like it made me gag. You know, well, it, it, it realistically, it just tasted like broccoli, but my body didn't respond and didn't like that taste. And it's not until you condition your mouth and condition your senses to be able to open up and be a little bit open-minded. Because I was also a very closed-minded person at the time, you know? So I didn't have this, like, you know, wanting to try new things, wanting to try and experience the flavor. I liked what I liked. I liked, you know, um, sugar. I liked, you know, that whatever, you know, whatever was sweet and pleasurable to my palate, I didn't, I didn't have any kind of complexity or left swerve, you know, I wasn't going to take it on. And, you know, I just think an awful lot of people have fallen into that trap because, once you're when you when you're younger it's like i know now from having mason you know it's like it, it's very easy to get them to eat simple sugars you know it's very easy to get them to eat um bread like 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 um like leagues and porridge and oatmeal and weedabix and but like i remember the first time i gave him a little bit of greek yogurt and it has that tang to it you know it's a, because i was open to it he was open to it and because mm. i was eating it, he was eating it, and that was the kind of culture and so he, he didn't see it as something strange, but if he had maybe found out by himself and I didn't give him the positive reinforcement that he needed, you know, maybe he would have, oh, that's weird. I'm not going near that again. And it starts, it starts from that. You know what I mean? And some people, I was watching a, a really cool, um, I think it was a video on YouTube. I think, what, what is it called? It's, I think it's called Freaky Eaters. Guys, you definitely need to check this out. It is hilarious. And there's people who, it's basically people going through exactly what I was talking about, but to an insane level. And, I'm not sure how much science is behind this. It's really, really interesting. Was that there's apparently this thing called super tasters, right? And so these people really what to do. So it's like there's this like little strip. And if I gave it to you, you wouldn't taste anything. And if you gave it to me, I would taste this weird taste, like almost like a metallic taste or something like that. And it's basically my taste buds are super receptive for whatever reason. And so this is like, and most of these freaky eaters have it, but it's absolutely not. It's just, it's just good. Yeah, um, and, and I think it's also important when people have these kind of have. I, I think what the people do is like to label themselves or to say I don't like vegetables. Like that's such a broad statement, and we've kind of talked about this a lot in the past. Obviously, with, with clients, it's something that we come come, come across. And it's like you know, listen, there's there's a big difference between boiled broccoli and oven roasted broccoli with garlic and salt and pepper. I mean, it's a completely different dish, completely different flavor, completely different texture. You know, so what I would say is like, it's important to revisit foods and not necessarily have that, what I would call a limiting belief that's kind of limiting your palate, limiting the amount of nutrition you can actually get into your body. And so it's really important that you revisit these things. And maybe, maybe, you know, maybe your mom was a bad cook. You know what I mean? Maybe that's why you don't like vegetables. You get what I'm saying? But like, revisit these things and try new recipes and don't be afraid to try new things because if you want to lose weight one of the best ways to do it is eat the, is to eat high volume low calorie foods and vegetables are that vegetables will fulfill you up they'll stretch your tummy give you that full feeling of satisfaction fill your body with nutrients whereas you know the the, the calorie dense um the calorie dense but uh, low volume foods you know you'll be you'll be able to eat a lot of them and not necessarily get that feeling of satisfaction yeah so something as well that i noticed is just on that point of like you know um you know, your, your man may have been a bad cook. It's like, I am obsessed with Gordon Ramsay. Like, I am absolutely obsessed. I think every bit of content he's ever produced, I watch it. And I just think it's so hilarious. Like, a big eye-opener for me was, you know, he goes, like, I trust whatever he says. I don't know what he knows. I don't have his palate. But, you know, like, he calls, you know, world-class world class cooks, apparently, you know, he's, like, throwing their dishes at them. He's like, this is absolute shit. And so it's like, look, your man's probably not a world-class cook, to be honest. So it's like, there's a chance you're making a few fuck-ups in the kitchen. And for me, in my own cooking career, like I know for myself, just cooking for myself, it's like I've taken on, you know, these principles of trying to good, cook good food. And I fail all the time. Like I've oversalted it or I've under this or this is hard, this is chewy and it's not nice. 
know what I say? But you, like, I think for anybody who's looking to, if you've got time, because some people, I know there is literally people who don't have a fucking spare second. I know that, you know, and again, you're the, like, that's the exception. Don't just be thinking, as I said, that you're like, oh, that's me, I have no time. It's like you've loads of time. You watch four hours of Netflix every day. You've time. Yeah. And so the thing about it is, is like, if weight loss is something that's important to you, you should become a foodie. Because food, as you said, is a massive, it's pretty much the only thing that matters with weight loss. Like, to yeah. be honest, like, I don't care how hard you work. If you are anyway a normal person and have, like, an average uh, appetite, you probably overeat. And especially now, not only having an average appetite, is that we eat superfoods. Like, our the calories in the foods today is four or five times, like, like per square inch calorie dense than you know food was originally as it comes in nature and it's fucking yeah. crazy it's all been gmo they've been they've been selectively modifying the crops taking the best ones the ones that produce the most yield are the biggest and they just keep reproducing them and they just get the cycle of i'm talking about man-made food i'm talking about chocolate bars yeah, yeah. I'm talking, like, generally like i genuinely doubt i genuinely doubt that fucking you know a gmo tomato is your problem or a gmo yeah. carrot you know it's and, like, and, and it, is, it is difficult for people because i seen a picture on facebook last night and it was a fa- it was basically a family sitting around the table and literally all they had in the table was like a big dish of potatoes and that was yeah, it. Yeah. Everybody was sitting around the table just eating potatoes. And it's like that is that is a much easier environment to lose weight. And I, and, I, and, it's, and in the same breath, I was in Mr. Price last night. And I was walking in the sweet aisle. And it's like, holy, holy jeepers. It's like there's so much stuff here and it's so hyper palatable. It's so calorie dense. It's like it is a it is a mindful and it is the, the, the environment is more difficult. But it's like at the end of the day. Yeah, I do think we should just prep this conversation exactly again. Like I come at everybody with 110% empathy. And no judgment. I understand that we are literally just a product of, you know, our, our, our environment. And like I said, it is a minefield. It is such a tantalizing environment. You know, you maybe grew up and, you know, you grew up in a certain culture. Certain information wasn't available to you. You know, you just weren't schooled in disciplines. I know because I wasn't. Like, I grew up with the worst diet in the world. You know, no no willpower, no discipline, no nothing. You know what I mean? It's like absolutely, like, loserville. And I just think, you know, it's like, but we can like you can grow you can have this growth mindset and i think that it starts with understanding that you're like who you are as a person like is not sent so what is the chairman says you're not a tree yeah it's like you can you can move places you know like you can change as a person you don't have to be the same way you know that's the difference between a dog you know you give a dog weeds and it, it keeps we it comes back and it's got weeds you give a human being weeds and it comes back to it like a broth you know what i mean it's like we have this amazing ability to change and maneuver and manipulate it like we are so fantastic if we just tuck that on as an identity instead of this like i don't like vegetables it's like it's not you don't like vegetables it's like you didn't like the vegetables you tried you know it's like maybe you could try a different recipe maybe you could try again you know maybe you could try conditioning yourself or something like that's the same like you don't like exercise the first time you try it it's awful the first time you try it you know what i mean yeah but i tell you my, my thing with exercise as well is like if you're if you're if you're feeling like a two out of ten do two do two out of ten and that's in the problem with exercise is the same as the problem with like food is like people are looking for the most effective, the most efficient exercise, the the healthiest, lowest calorie foods. Like, you know, like instead of just saying like, we start where you're at and just like, you know, what I mean? if, if, if all your fit for is a walk, go for the walk. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, and people will, people, like I said, we talked about this before as well. It's like, you know, even people in the gym there, it's like, oh, yeah, listen, I've got this bit of a niggle. It's like, oh yeah, well, you know, you're probably better off just getting out, going for, going for a couple of walks this week. And like, oh yeah, what am I membership? I'm not going to get by. It's like, but like me telling you that you need a walk instead of an exercise is the value. That's that's the value because it's it's best for you today and it's best for you into the long term and it's yeah. stopping you from from hurting yourself. You get what I'm saying? Um, and that's the value of having a coach. You know, not necessarily everybody everybody always uh, sees that. Well, you've made you've made two sensational points there. First one being exactly that. It's like look, too many people overload. They look for perfection instead of just you know just get it done. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I very rarely, if anybody knows me at all, very rarely seek perfection. Not see, I always seek perfection, but I'm never disappointed in the fact that I'm not going to get it because yeah. the pur- it's, it's, a, it's a pursuit. It's like even I say earlier on, like you know, this big rant about I want to try and have this perfect program. I know we probably never have the perfect program, but it's it's the, the pursuit of that is what gets me excited. Yeah, and then the next thing you said was, um, no idea. Mm, not sure. Exercise. Oh, it's gone. We're in the weeds now. I'd, um, that's the value of the coach me telling you not to yeah. do it. Yes, exactly, hundred percent. Like that is such that's such a good point. It's like you have like some people because again this perfection mentality, they've, they've got a sore knee and they still want to show up and give two hundred and ten percent. It's like look, like I, if you're in this for the long game, we can afford a couple of breathers along the way. 
And I said, it's like, look, not every session you're meant to die. You're not meant to die on every single hill you climb. Yeah. Or come in and do a bit of stretching. Or if you've been to the physio, come in and just sit in the corner and do do your exercises. Because, like, you know, I know you probably won't do them at home. I know I've probably never done them, done the exercises the physio's given me consistently, even though I know I should have. But if I had, you know, had that accountability or went to my personal trainer or went to my class and even like took my shoot me here, this exercise I'm doing, then obviously the coach can check your form and that kind of stuff. Hey, yeah, what can I ask? That's something, sorry, that I just think would be such a valuable service. I'm not sure if, you know, if there's any physios out there that even do it, but it's like, you know, physiotherapy coaching, like like actual, like, uh, I, well, I suppose there is, but only it seems to be in very severe cases. You know, like, uh, what is it? Uh, physical like rehabilitation centers and that kind of stuff. Rehab therapy, yeah. Where, like you see these people walking, like all I seem to see, you know, like people walking out of physios with, is an exercise that they don't really seem to know how to do. And for yeah. me, like, that was where it was at. Like, for me, once I, I started reading the Supple Leopard, like, getting into these exercises, but not only that, it's, like, then starting the process of understanding how to do them correctly and how to get the benefits. And the devil really is in the details because, you know, if you do this 10 times a week, so that's, uh, but again, it's probably better. It's probably better than the kick of the arse, but... Better nothing, everyone's better nothing. Yeah, but it's like, but you're not really getting a couple of small tweaks, and, and it could be, it could be, you could be twice as productive. And I, and I think that I think the key answer to that is, is it's it's expensive. It's like you know, a physios, I don't know, physios locally are roughly you know fifty euro, fifty euro a session, twenty minute session. Like you know, what I mean? it's like, it's 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 it can all add up if you have to go do that maybe three or four because you know you're supposed to do your things every day or do three or four times a week. And that's why I just feel like there's such value in the fine fit membership. It's like considering it's thirty minutes for a physio session, it's fifty euro to go into the doctor for ten minutes. It's like come on, the value you get of fighting fit. I think is incredible. You know, five workouts a week with a trainer, one-on-one nutrition coaching, one-on-one accountability coaching, access to our amazing team, all the bells and whistles that we have as part of the program. You know, I really feel like it is fantastic. And I feel like gyms do, the health, the cheap gyms do uh, do a disservice to people that need help because they don't charge enough to help, to give people the help that they need. And if the, if the work, there's more budget gyms available than ever before. And if they worked, people, we would not have over 60% of the population would be obese. Yeah, but, but again, we've, we've had this conversation as well before. You know, it's like if you are one of those people who just need a plan and some weights, fuck me, that's sensational value. Yeah, it's unreal. sensational value. You know what I mean? It's like, like if you are looking to own a, like own a gym, don't have the space, it's like, well, you could literally buy yourself a gym. But then obviously you're, you're talking peak times and all this kind of stuff. Uh, but and for me, and for me, and for me, the, for me, the, 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 the I don't, I don't, maybe want to a better word, but the sneaky thing about a gym member, gym, the gym business model is, and once you kind of understand it, is like, it's impossible for them to earn enough money to keep the lights on and to service all their clients. You know what yeah. I'm saying? There's just not enough equipment. There's not enough space. If all the clients showed up, the place would fall apart. And that is unfortunately the elephant in the room. And that's the sneaky bit about the, like, you know, it's not designed for everyone to show up. It's really not like there's not enough squat racks. There's not enough machines. That's why, that's why there, what is it? There's a, it's a fighting fit saying, you know, there's a place for everybody, but there's not two places. Yeah, this is this is it. You, you got a book. We got a place for everyone, and we will not never take on more clients than we can than we can actually provide the service to. But you know, but you got to be organized. You can't come come whenever you want. Again, we got a booking system. We got to we got to stay organized. And again, just by doing that, I feel like it keeps people organized. It makes a priority. Like you know, um, when people pay to pay attention. You know, I mean, when people are invested, I think you know, it's 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 best. For, it's good for both. You know, I, mean? I, I always think I always think of what Tony Robbins is saying about the Jim Rohn um, lectures he wanted to go to. And he was talking to some guy and he's like, oh, you know, you should come to this seminar. It'll help you change your life. I know, you know, you're down in the dumps, you really want to change your life. And this is Tony Robbins. And I'm sure you all know who Tony Robbins is. If you don't, he's only, you know, probably the first Tony when you like, Google yeah. Tony. And, you know, he's down in the dumps, your life falling to shit. And somebody said to him, he's like, look, come to this seminar. And he's like, oh, cool, can you get me in? He's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, will you? And he's like, no. <laughs> he's like, well, oh, why not? And he's like, because then you won't value it. Yeah. If you, if you if you don't pay and that, that literally every time I have to charge anybody for anything, that's literally what I think about. I'm like, look, I know it's it's probably gonna sting and you know now in COVID it's probably gonna sting you more than ever, but it's like that means like I have literally got people onto the financial program who are doing really, really well now. Only and the only reason they're doing well now is because they can't afford it now. They could afford it before and they paid for it before and they didn't get any results because they didn't value it because you know they could you know throw 39 year old thing, you know, they could generally, you know. 39 year old made them feel good, made them feel like they were doing what they should be doing, kind of. But ah, what's what's 39 year old? It's a 27 year old class, fuck it. And now 39 year old is the difference between, you know, you know, it's the extra bit of shopping. And that extra bit of shopping now, or you know, that extra luxury is gone. So that means a hell of a lot more to them. And you know, I was thinking, I, I think it was you maybe said something about tax, and or maybe I just read it somewhere. It's like, you know, tax should be a percentage of your total income and that way you know it's like if you like if you you know have a speeding ticket you know well for you it's 400 well for somebody who's you know 
making 400k a year it's probably nothing so maybe it should be 10 percent or five percent or two percent of their total thing and then it stings everybody the same and it's like as a fighting for membership it's like it wouldn't be a bad uh, idea you know to as it find out what your income is and then charge you a percentage of that income whatever that is that it would mean enough to you to make sure you fucking show up yeah because that because it's like what it was more so remember it was paul check and he said the more people paid the, the 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 better quality people showed up they were more invested more committed more serious people who are good and again this is only comes from a place of we've done loads of free stuff in the past and it never works you get one person in a blue moon that takes advantage of it everybody else quits because they're not invested and that's literally it's a frustration from trying to do free stuff but when we've done a lot of community work and stuff in the poor the community center the boxing club done a lot of free stuff over over the years and nobody values it because they're not invested they're not committed and unfortunately that's what that's usually for a lot of people the missing piece there's everything you need to be in the absolute shape of your life be healthy as anything mentally spiritually is is available for free on the internet but because it's free you are not going to value it and you're not going to utilize it generally if you were to listen to this podcast we i can literally sum up and give you everything you need if you've never heard anything about health and fitness before find out what a calorie is find out what your a uh, calorie output is and create a deficit. You will lose weight. I don't care how heavy you are, you lose weight. If you need a, if you can't have the time to walk more, you can eat less. If you can't eat less, you can walk more. You know, it's literally that simple. Eat more fruits and vegetables and eat some lean protein. And again, the reason we eat lean protein is to build muscle and to keep them calories down. That's it. That is literally it. And then everything else, because you're not doing it, is you need what Stephen said before, is that all these leverage points put in place because look we're all fucking lazy to be honest and we all need kicking the arse we all need some support we all need some encouragement before at least we get the ball rolling and there's some people and you might think just they're so confident they're so secure they just do everything straight off the bat they never need any help it's like but you don't know where they've been and where they've come yeah, from you don't know how many times they've failed, they've failed in the past and not even that it's like they, like generally someone might like it's all these bakers that we talk about it's like they generally might have grown up in a home whereby you know they were just kept on the right rails and they got their momentum early. You know what I mean? So, but you just still need that process. Now, everybody does. There's not one exception to that rule. And if yeah. there are, you know, they, 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 they literally might just be at one in a million. And whatever it is, it's like, this is, this is, these are the cards you were dealt. You're going to play your hand or you can fold. It's like, I encourage you to play the hand you were dealt and not fold. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right, cool. I think we'll leave it there. Yeah, so yeah, guys, today's podcast was a little bit of a, a little bit of a random one. We just kind of wanted to get back on, get the ball rolling with the getting the ball rolling with the podcast again. But if you do have any questions, any topics you'd like us to cover, we would love to chat about it. Any way we can help you guys, um, that's what we're here to do, really. That's the whole point of the podcast. Um, so do reach out, um, you know, leave a comment, send us an email, uh, go to findfitnation.com. As I said, the star, this is obviously a, a self-sponsored podcast. Uh, so feel free, you want to go check us out. We got even book a coaching call myself to find a more better program, see if it's going to be a good fit for yourself. You've got some free resources, free, free free resources on our website as well um, you know we got a uh, three free ebooks free nutrition guide free vegan recipe book and then you also have that fitness mindset mastery as well help you stay motivated set some good goals and hopefully start making some progress um so guys yeah with that said thank you very much for your time thanks for listening we really appreciate it uh, like subscribe share with your friends all that good stuff and we will see you in the next one peace